is Market Open Podcast, bringing you engaging conversations and insights from leading ASX-listed companies. We welcome our host, Stuart Walters, for another episode, where he'll talk to the individuals behind Australia's top companies of tomorrow. Welcome to another episode of Market Open Podcast. Today's guest is David Rickey, Executive Director of Adaval Resources, ASX Code ADD. David Rickey is a seasoned veteran of the international resources industry and has delivered across multiple continents. Now, Executive Director of Adavail Resources, he is exploring what might be the world's most exciting nickel frontier in Tanzania and into high-flying uranium markets of Australia's most prospective region. David, thanks for joining me today on Market Open Podcast. Pleasure. Thanks, Stuart. Your greatest level of activity is centred around Tanzania. You've had some drilling success at Lahuma Central, including five intersections from all five diamond drill holes. What has got you and your team excited and what do the trends show? Yes, we have had a lot of success just recently, um, but it's built on some hard work. Now, we started this journey probably about um, two years ago. We identified this ground holding as one that we wanted to dive into and apply some good exploration techniques. And I think we've done that. that's included EM, downhole EM, uh, geophysics, geochemistry. So we've really done uh, um, a good job on understanding what we wanted to know there. I think the ultimate test and then what we've seen by way of some good results just recently is, as you've mentioned, uh, we're chasing um, nickel sulfide in one of the best areas in the world and alongside a monster. Uh, and we're starting to get this measure of success with um, nickel sulfides uh, in the core, which is what we've done five times out of five. That's pretty spectacular. Um, it's probably underplayed by a lot of other people that are drilling and having a measure of success, but you know, 100% strike rate, there's only one way we can go on that one, but um, I'm pretty sure that um, we've got our line of sight in. We know that uh, the sixth hole is being drilled at the moment and we expect the same level of success. So hitting these massive sulfides, these nickel massive sulfides is really the culmination of a lot of hard work. But uh, yeah, it's been an activity that I think everyone's now starting to um, enjoy the spoils and the and results that we're now seeing. Is Tanzania a good destination for you? Look, it is. Um, I think probably some people might challenge me on that. Um, if you go back um, circa six years ago, um, it went through a patch there with um, with some real difficulties being encountered. But I think the um, the realisation for not only the Tanzanian people um, and the, uh, the, um, the certainty that the now president has brought to the mining industry uh, they realise that this is going to be something like 10 going to you know many um, more percent of the gross um, domestic product of the country. And for most of these countries in Africa, uh, it's a, it's a very important facet of their um, over, overall well-being and uh, an ability to actually sort of put back into their community. Um, Tanzania is blessed with a lot of um, really amazing resources and, and, uh, and minerals. Um, and the fact that they've now made it quite clear that the rules of engagement um, in Tanzania means that the government has to get a 16% interest in uh, any projects that go to, um, to a stage of mining. Um, and they're seeing that that level of inducement uh, makes that uh, not only are they putting money back into infrastructure and like, so it's become a destination of choice like it once, once, uh, once had. And it's also expanded its repertoire. It used to be um, known for gold and for diamonds. And now it includes things like mineral sands and um, graphite and more importantly, nickel. Um, and that's a big feature. And I think then that um, you're seeing big players coming back into that market. So that's another strong endorsement as a destination of choice. And it's starting to go up in the rankings in people's minds and um, outcomes. You say big players are coming back into the market. 
who is coming back into mine? Well, the big Australian, um, BHP. Uh, they actually originally identified this opportunity um, back in the uh, 80s. Um, and for a number of reasons, they, they let that opportunity slide. And they've now gone back in there where a lot of other people have looked at this asset um, known as um, Kabanga. Uh, most people in the, um, the resource space, particularly nickel, will associate that with the largest, highest grade, undeveloped opportunity in the world, and we're all around them. So um, the fact that those parties are now coming back in, I think it's probably um, a bit of a vanguard for other people to come in behind them. Uh, I can't say this with any real certainty, but you know, once BHP's in there, they're trying to emulate and, and replicate uh, what's been achieved with Nickel West in Cambalda and uh, another nickel sulphide province in Western Australia. There aren't too many of those opportunities globally. Um, and with these big players coming back in, that will also put investments in, um, in refineries and infrastructure that goes with it. That's a very, very strong endorsement and provides us with a pathway to production if we're lucky enough to, um, to find a resource. And I think there's certainty in my mind that it's not a matter of um, if, it's just when, it's time and money. Are there lots of these opportunities globally? And is that what the market wants? I think the opportunities are quite uh, limited by way of nickel sulphide um, opportunities. Uh, we see them in Western Australia, we see them in Brazil, we see them in Canada, uh, Scandinavia, Russia, uh, and China. Now that sounds like a lot of countries, but I can tell you right now that, that that is not a lot of opportunities. So it's the nickel sulphides that we're chasing. There are other nickel deposits in the world, but it's not laterite we're chasing, it's the sulphides. So we see that um, by way of uh, outcomes and opportunities that we're seeing in our results, um, we're going to see more focus on us. And I think that that's a, um, an underlying value metric um, of not having a lot of these opportunities around the world. You need to find the best ones and we think we're onto something. The Adavale portfolio includes uranium in South Australia. The uranium market is showing positive sentiments. What have you got and how are you going to unlock the value? Yeah, look, the, 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 the actual uranium asset itself is a legacy asset. It's been with the company for some time. Um, we've gone back and revisited it. Um, I've been associated with companies that have been exploring for uranium and producing uranium uh, around the world. So again, I think we're onto um, something very interesting in South Australia. Uh, the actual ground holding we originally had has been um, improved by way of additional ground holdings of a much larger scale in areas that we think are as prospective, probably if not more prospective. So the answer is yes, we do that have that in our portfolio. What we tried to do, um, we've, in, we've actually introduced this exploration te uh, technique over in Africa as well, is understand the geology. You understand the geology and then you've got an idea of what you might find there. So we're doing some spatial um, satellite um, interpretations of what we're trying to chase is the paleo channels. Now, I don't want to get too technical, but the source of the uranium is the Flinders Ranges. Uh, the paleo channels are really the rivers or the runoff from those, um, those, those hills that have got um, uranium embedded in them. And when they start getting deposited in these paleo channels, that's where you get these uranium deposits. And that's akin to what we're seeing at Beverly Four Mile and at Honeymoon. And Boss is actually there and it's doing great guns, you know, looking at doing some in-situ recovery. Now, we think that we've got similar sort of structures and that is starting to emerge um, in our investigations, which will then see us um, start exploring. Are you seeing a shift in the market? Look, I, I think the um, I think the um, nickel is going through a bit of a tough time at the moment with the um, the fall in price, but I think that's more of a short short term um, correction. Um, longer term, we'll see that the price will go up, and that'll actually feature in the level of enthusiasm people have got for these good massive sulphide nickel sulphide opportunities. Um, 
Uranium? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I go back a number of years and we we're sitting around about 20 bucks a pound uh, and went lower. And now we're seeing it up to circa 75, 80. And that's the spot, spot price. And that's US. So if we see that um, people latch onto that sort of um, that sort of enthusiasm and that that um, improvement in the, uh, the uranium price, I think we're in for a, a pretty good um, longer term um, uh, cycle. Uh, generally, I think if people have got um, lithium on their lithium in their portfolios, and sad to say that we do not have that in our portfolio, um, but I think if people have made money, they're looking for the next thing, and I think that. Um, uh, if they've got opportunities that they see in people that have got portfolios, got like a short-term spike with uranium, which is have a longer-term cycle, and a revisiting of um, uh, nickel in your portfolio going forward in a good jurisdiction where big players are there, I mean, you have to find out where the best bits of um, these opportunities lie um, globally. So you go and chase those parties that they give you the greatest exposure to those sorts of opportunities. But I think the market will probably um, have a correction for the positive next year. Um, and I think that you know, leading into into that will be you know, a reflection of hopefully improving circumstances around the world. You must be pretty happy with how you've positioned the company. Look, absolutely. Um, we've actually uh, gone. We make no um, excuses for it. We've actually gone out there looking to try and uh, present ourselves as a very, very good opportunity for not only the nickel but for the um, for the uranium. And if we present those techniques that are showing you know, positive outcomes, we put ourselves in the best light and. Where we are at the moment, we need to have that level of uh, acknowledgement and recognition by those players. And we're happy to actually uh, link arms and do something with them, which is, makes sense for our shareholders, which is why I'm in this position as an executive director of the company of Adavale, that we're looking to add value to our shareholders. And that, I think, is best achieved by understanding your geology, understanding what you've got by of opportunity, and doing the best you can. And that's all you can do in these sorts of, uh, these sorts of times. So I think it's going to be an interesting year for us um, next year. I think we've actually hit a few of our objectives this year, which is actually hitting nickel sulfide um, in our co in the core that we're, we're, um, we've been drilling. Um, and that's a fantastic um, position to be in uh, going into next year. You must be pretty happy with how you've positioned Adavale. Well, I think if we've done our job right, I think um, it will be more drilling and it will be more success that goes with it. Like everything, exploration is all about removing the unknowns and putting knowns in the equation. And we're doing that, I believe, with the drilling that we're undertaking. So drilling is a feature of, um, of what we do and we do well. Um, the other thing I've said in various presentations is that we want to consolidate our position in and around um, uh, our ground in um, the East African nickel build. And that will also be a feature of what we will do. We'll make sensible decisions as to how we can enhance our package, our land package, you know, whether we move ground that we don't think is perspective or we actually acquire ground or we actually um, peg ground that we think is actually going to provide that offering. Um, so that's really going to be a feature and I think getting on the ground in South Australia for the uranium, we'll do some more research, we'll fly some of the ground and then we'll do some of the high impact, uh, low cost um, drilling programs that will, will go with that. So we're all about exploring, unlocking value and, and that's going to be the feature for the next six months. Would you say that's the catalyst for you in terms of what gets you out of bed every day? I think so. I think that the, the catalyst is actually getting that level of endorsement and that success that goes with the exploration. But I'm also a corporate bloke, so doing the right corporate deal, you know, whether that's some form of farming or joint venture and like, that we see with players that actually have the, um, the treasury and the, and the same passion and drive that we've got in uh, exploring and, and unlocking value. And that really gets us out of bed. Uh, you can only do the best, like I said, um, and, and you need to dedicate 
the right amount of effort and have the, your team around you. And we're blessed with that. We've got a fantastic beachhead in Tanzania. Uh, and you can only actually sort of, you know, have these successes with a, a good team um, focused on getting some outcomes. We've got that not only in Tanzania, but we've got that in Australia as well. David, you're doing a fantastic job with Adavale. It's a great story and I'll be following with interest to see how it develops. Thanks for joining me today on Market Open Podcast. Brilliant. Thank you, guys. That concludes another episode of Market Open Podcast. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, LinkedIn, Twitter, rss.com and marketopen.com.au. Until next time, happy investing. The content of this podcast is intended to be general in nature and is not personal financial product advice. It does not address the circumstances of any individual or entity. You should not construe any of this information or other part of this material as legal tax, investment, financial or other professional advice. Market Open and its employees are not financial advisors. You should consider seeking independent, legal, financial taxation or other advice to check how any information relates to your unique circumstances. Nothing contained in this podcast constitutes a solicitation, recommendation, endorsement or offer by Market Open or any third party to buy or sell securities or other financial instruments in this or any jurisdiction in which such solicitation or offer would be unlawful under the security laws of such jurisdiction.